Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Counterculture. This is our last Sunday on it. I believe no, next Sunday is the last Sunday on it. Counterculture. There are certain things we do culturally uh, that's actually counter kingdom. There are a lot of things we should be doing in the kingdom of God, but we're so immersed in the culture we can't even see that it's almost against God's ways. There are a lot of things that we do just out of habit or just by exposure. We talked about the children of Israel in Egypt for 400 years. So when they first came into Egypt, they came because of favor of Joseph. And then after a while, there arose a new king that didn't know Joseph. This is Exodus chapter 1, verse 8. There came a new king who didn't know Joseph, and he said, look at all these people of God. They are stronger, and there are more of them than it is of us. So the enemy assesses the kingdom. He looks at the kingdom people and says, you know what? It's more of them than it's us. First of all, let's celebrate that really quick. Because every, what I'm saying is, when you look on TV, when you look on Instagram, when you look at everything we're exposed to, we see more of them than us. But the Bible says that Pharaoh, which can represent, you know, uh, 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 dysfunctional leadership, evil leadership, the enemy. He looked and he said, look, they are more and they are stronger than us. The enemy said they're stronger than us. Your enemy said you're stronger than him. Your bondage said you're stronger than it. Your sickness said you're stronger than it. He said, let's make them slaves before a war break out and they beat us down and leave. So now they became slaves in Egypt because the enemy feared them. So bondage is not always a sign of weakness. Some people are bound because the enemy fears them. You got to watch how you judge people. Take your mouth off people for two minutes in your life, please. You're not going to put a chain on a hamster. Okay. That's not a threat. You're not going to bind, you know, a squirrel. That's not a threat. But mess around and get a pet bear. It got quiet. Or a pet lion. Oh, you're going to chain that thing. Because if it ever break free, it could tear down your whole kingdom. I mean house. So the enemy knows if you ever break free. So bondage is not always a sign of weakness. Sometimes bondage or struggles could be a sign that you've been marked by hell. As one that intimidates the kingdom of darkness. Y'all cool. Look at your neighbor and say, I must be a threat. I must be a threat. All I'm going through, and it's only half the year is gone, and I've been through so much just these first six months. I must be a threat. I didn't know I was, but my struggle is showing me. My... I must be a threat. So now they became slaves in Egypt, Egypt 400 years. So what I'm saying is by the time they first came in, the new babies that grew up in bondage born in sin. The new babies that came born in bondage was only exposed to sin. I mean bondage. Only. Were only exposed to Egyptian ways. I mean, I'm sure they had their, you know, their uh, Hebrew practices privately, but for the most part, everything they saw, they were exposed to the culture of that day. 
So culture shapes your mind. Exposure shapes your mind. You got to watch what you expose yourself to. If I go on your phone and go on your Instagram page, it's the same Instagram, but it won't be the same feed. Because we choose to expose ourselves to different things. Did you hear what I said? When they were in Egypt and in bondage, they had no choice what they were exposed to. They had no choice. They had to wake up and see them worshiping the moon God and the sun God and the tree God and the leaves God and the grass God and the sand God. And the... They had to see that. Today, you choose your exposure. So if your mind is all jacked up, it's because you chose to expose yourself to those who are against the rose of Sharon. I'm trying, y'all. They don't like my freestyle, so I'm going to stick with the word. What do you expose yourself to? There are certain people I had to unfollow because it's like every time I saw them, I just got ir Why would I irritate myself? Thank you for those six claps. I appreciate y'all. Why would I do that to my... Look at your neighbor and say, why do that to yourself? If you broke up with him, unfollow him. You, <laughs> you all corny and commenting must be nice. Just leave him alone. Just Why torture yourself? There's enough going on outside of that that you got to deal with. <laughs> that be cracking me up, man. So you got to watch what you expose yourself to for sanity, for peace, and to be counterculture. And there is also a thing, there is church culture, which we talked about Wednesday. It's not just the culture of the world we need to watch out for. It's some church culture that you need to be made aware of. Like just now, when we were celebrating healing and just, hey, that's church culture. You're not, it's not like you're not going to heaven if you don't do the holy dance. It's just church culture. You know what I mean? Or, or, or church culture, or what is it? Michael Flatley, what's that? River dance. Lord of the dance. They too young, they don't know nothing about that. Okay. It's culture. They don't do that in any other genre but gospel in church. It's church culture. It don't mean they oh, ooh, he, oh, he powerful. He, no, he's just celebrating. If a kid gets ice cream, you don't say, oh, he anointed. He just happy he... He dancing because he happy he got ice cream. You dance for ice cream, I dance for healing. It don't mean I'm closer to God. But we do that in church culture. Ooh, that's just expression. Oh, glory. Hey, hallelujah. That's that. And because people think that's what God is, they're like, I'm never doing that. I'm never going to be saved. I'm just going to be a trifling, ratchet person who actually loves God. Because if that's God, I can't do that. Now, I do it sometimes. That's just me. You ain't got to do what I do. I, how? That's me. I'll give you a good, ow, in a minute. Watch it. I'm coming back over here in two minutes and doing it. I do that. I'll give you a good, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Woo! But that's church culture. That's not God. That's how I physically respond to his presence. So don't alienate yourself because you don't respond like the church culture does. You dance, I say thank you. Y'all. 
Don't disconnect yourself from a moment where you can honor God in your own way because the majority is doing it a certain way. I hope y'all listening to me, man, because just because they run around the church don't mean they understand something that you don't. That's church culture. That's not God. And another thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm in my zone. <laughs> it's not a, if this is you, this is you. And I, y'all know I love you. God bless you. <laughs> People passing out when they get prayed for. That don't mean you receive the prayer. Uh-oh, we about to get into it. That's church culture. Certain people, as soon as I walk up to them and whisper, they pass out. God told me to tell. And I'm sitting there like, I know that's not God because I'm not even. So you know what I do, right? Y'all pastor is crazy. I get right on the floor with him. He told me to tell you that your storm. I get right on it. I wasn't done. I didn't even get started. You want to be so churchy that you miss God. You want to be so churchy, you miss the word. That's church culture. Nobody Jesus touched fell out. Matter of fact, they all got up. I'm sorry, I'll be back in two seconds. He said, take up your bed and walk, not fall out. They all, look at your neighbor and say, get up, 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 get up. Everybody Jesus touched got up. Everybody the pastor touches falls out. Something ain't clicking. I, I'm waiting for y'all to correct me if I'm, I, I'm open to correction. I'm open. I just never saw it. I looked through the... <laughs> so we do stuff in church. And then the majority labels it God. So now if you don't fit our way, we question if you got God. Yeah, I got him sitting right here while you running. I got him. Look at your neighbor and say, I got him. Go ahead and run. Bodily exercise is profitable little, but go ahead. Please. Worshiping these preachers and pastors. Oh, let me get out of here. <laughs> I was somewhere. I was, I was somewhere. I ain't going to say where I was. So I was doing a workshop at this. I got to go because I got to actually start the sermon. <laughs> I was somewhere doing a workshop. So I'm teaching the choir. Hey, we're going to do. Y'all ready? So let's do this. Um, whatever song it was, you know. Amazing. Great. Well, maybe choose that song. How sweet. I don't know. The sound. Come on. Follow the leader. That's your problem in life. No. So I'm teaching the choir, 
And I just see them randomly, you know what I'm saying? They was like, I want no tenors. I want, okay, they was, uh, then I just, I'm like, ow. Anytime randomly their pastor came in, they stood up and clapped. And I was like, I, I love honor, I, you know. Then they sat back down, what we want, thank you, pastor, bless you, man. So I want, was, they stood up and clapped when he left. This happened like four times. I was like, <laughs> I love honor. That's necessary. But this deifying of leadership. And the reason why I'm saying this to you all, a prophet is worthy of honor, a leader of double honor, all that. I get all that, y'all. And, and I love that. And this is a leader telling y'all this. I'm the pastor of this church telling y'all this. My point is, you draw a wedge between you and God thinking they're closer. Your leader ain't closer to God than you. I'm going to talk to this side. I'm not closer to God than you. Let me go to this side. I'm not closer to God than you. I got another calling. I got another assignment. And that's it. But you got the same power. I'm about to run all in down this aisle right here. I said, you got the, look at your neighbor and say, we got the same power. It ain't no pastor power. It's just power. So honor your pastor, but don't deify them. Like they Jesus cousin. We all Jesus cousins. High five and never say, what up, cuz? I'm Jesus cousin. Brother. Please don't put that online. Jesus cousin is not in the Bible. He's not preaching the word. Please don't post what I just said. That's church culture. We make idols out of anything because we fear we're not as close to God as we should be. We don't recognize how close he is to us. He, the Bible says he's not far, he's nigh, even in our mouths. God is close to you, he's right there. But we draw this wedge between us and leadership, deify them so we can run to them when we need help and not him. I'm preaching already, I ain't start preaching. You understand what I'm saying? understood and I love if anybody here from that or, or still do that y'all know I love Catholics confessing and praying never mind I can't do it I just never understood it so what are you going to do for me after I tell you my sins I just want to because the debt has already been paid never mind we celebrate people who we think are closer to Jesus than us. They worship Mary. Just because she's the mother of Jesus. As if she even asked. She would just walk like, oh my God, my stomach hurt. She would just... <laughs> it wasn't like she was all holy and living for God and I can't wait. Who you going to... No! She was just walking and got a stomach ache. We got statues of her. Do two prayers to Mother Mary and one. To, I, I'll take Jesus. That's easier. Anyway, so let me start this sermon. I'm, on, I'm just going to flow. We flow. We good. We good. 
I don't like that. Church culture is worse than street culture. Because your hopes is different. Your, expect your expectations are different. And you are more vulnerable. Because you believe this is God's way. You believe this is right. And leaders prey on your vulnerability just to get money and to get, oh, man, I can't even go into this. I know this for a fact. If nobody claps, I know it's true. So I'm not saying be disrespectful or dishonorable, but just start looking at it like, wow, that's amazing how they put, I got the same spirit. Be inspired by it. Be inspired, be encouraged, be strengthened and edified by it. And don't draw a wedge between you and God because you think someone is closer. Just pray more. Okay. So the, the counterculture whole theme is a call to holiness, really. To be counterculture is to go against kind of the ways of the world, right? And I don't really have to preach to y'all. I don't really have to preach to you all what's like not right that we shouldn't be doing. Like the world is having sex and they not married. I don't think I, don't think I really got to say that. Okay, let me say it. <laughs> They're like, word, that's on the list? Oh my God. <laughs> but that's the thing though. By the time my daughter have kids, it'll be so regular to have sex outside of marriage in the culture that they'll be surprised that God is against it. Because we're going to make our way the majority. The world is going to make their way the majority. Which is why the, oh God, I can't do it. So we're going to start opening up to ways that are against God, even in the church. Because they're going to be so aggressive with their words. But if God says, be holy, you can go to the first scripture. Let me just keep going. Be holy for I, the Lord God, am holy. Be holy, my people, because I'm holy. I'm the Lord your God. Remember my laws. Remember his words, y'all. I am the Lord, and I have made you holy. Somebody say, I have made you holy. That's what God is saying to you. So what he's saying in essence, in essence is that because of what he says, remember my laws, remember my words, because of what I say to you, when you obey it, you become holy. Holy means separated, right, for the use of God, separated for the use of God. It means different. It means other, okay? So if you're going to live holy, you're going to have to embrace living differently. You're going to have to embrace having other ideologies and thoughts. You're going to have to embrace being separated. Now, that's counterculture for you because since you've been born, you just wanted to be accepted. No, nobody, no, 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 nobody at school like, 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 like me. That's in kindergarten. So being accepted, being liked by everybody is the thrust of our adolescence. Now to come into maturity and accept separation? I worked my whole life all these nine years. <laughs> I worked 10 years of my life. I'm 10 years old and now you're telling me to separate? Yeah, it's counterculture. So, and I don't mean separate like because we grew up the way I grew up, y'all, Pentecostal, apostolic. Holiness, Holy Ghost fire, chicken dinners in the same key. Chicken dinners, fish dinners. <laughs> That's how I grew up. We need new doorknobs. Sell that fish. Fish frying for the doorknobs on the church. 
Never got the door knobs, but I got some fish. Amen. <laughs> they told me separate, be holy. Don't even be around them. Don't hang around them. Don't be near them. I said, well, I might as well not go to school. Don't go to the mall. And they did that. We couldn't go to the movies. We couldn't go. We, I was like, we couldn't go to movies. I guess it was too dark and you can get frisky, I guess. We couldn't go bowling because they served drinks there. I, I, I'm like, that's why we had church every day. Torture. <laughs> but they, I thought holiness was not being around them. That's elitism. That's a seed of self-righteousness. I'm better than y'all. I don't understand Christians that don't hang. Uh-oh. I'm not saying don't be in the physical proximity. I'm saying don't be in the spiritual proximity. I'm sitting right next to somebody ratchet, and I'm as righteous as I want to be. We got different thoughts, different ways, different processes, y'all, different responses. Something break out in here, they're going to respond one way, I'm going to respond another because I'm holy. I'm other. I have other reactions. Somebody say, I am other. That's what be holy means. So the words that he tell you are other. Like, turn the other cheek. I'm sorry. So if somebody slaps you, you're saying, turn the other cheek. And God is like, yeah. Let me get this right. You understand what I'm saying? That's other. That don't even come to your mind. They slap me. Justice says, slap them. At, at least slap them back. It might be a punch. It might be a kick. It might be a stab for some of y'all. I'm praying. I don't know how far you go. A combo. <laughs> Two punch and an uppercut. What I'm saying is, God's way is other. That's really other. And now I hope y'all feel like you're one of the children of Israel in Egypt for 400 years. That thought is so far from me, I'm surprised God requires that of me. Because I've been in Egypt all this time. And Jasmine Sullivan tells me how to deal with breakups. Okay, I love you, Jazz. You know that. But I'll bust the windows... Out your car. Stop clapping like you've done it. Sit down and come get prayer. Everybody come get prayer that bust windows. It just makes sense to me to bust his window out. Not because of any scripture. But because of the culture. Ooh, y'all. They don't want it today. I should have preached something else. I'm going to preach your joy is coming. Maybe I'll preach that and you'll be excited about it. He's saying, my words or instructions to you makes you other. So when you respond peacefully, like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's like, that's holy. That's different. That's other. And God is calling us to that level of living because why? He responds to that. He didn't say, turn the other cheek and they'll give you $10. Oh, my God, you ain't slapped me back. Hold on. Here, here's $10, because I couldn't believe you ain't hit me. No, he didn't say because you'll get a reward from them. It's quiet. 
They might still think they beat you up. That still might be the word in school. You still gonna go to school tomorrow. Ah, they beat you up. They beat. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait till my next season. Good God Almighty. I look stupid in one season, but celebrated in the next. All right. So the words of God, the words of God are very important. Let me keep it moving. The words, go ahead, the words that I speak. His word makes you holy and other when we obey it. All right? Do y'all got that? Okay. So there are, he said, these words that I speak to you, they're not incidental additions to your life. I like that. The word of God is not to be added to who you already are. It's to change who you already are. And you start from his word over your life. And then you add relationships to the word. Don't add words to your relationships. Uh, uh, uh. Can I just talk or do I have to give y'all church culture? And don't add words. To the... That's church culture too. People think when a preacher do that, oh, he's anointed. No, he's just loud actually. He's very loud. I do that too. So, But I'm just saying that's culture too. That don't mean, oh, oh because that's when they start standing up to him and fixing their clothes. You know, every time you stand up, you got to fix your clothes first. Because in the word of God, oh. Before you clap, you got All right, stop playing. We in church. We in church. All right, I'm sorry. Don't they do that? God will, oh. Because I don't want to offend who's behind me, so you know I got to. All right, stop playing. We in church for real. And we have visitors, and they're watching how we do service. <laughs> the word is not to be added to what you've already established. The word is to establish, and you add on top of that. Don't add the word to your business. Add the business to the word. Don't add your word to your relationships. Add the relationships to the word. It's not homeowner improvements to, to your standard of living. They're foundational words, words to build your life on. If these words into your life, if you work these words into your life, you're like a smart carpenter who built his house on a solid rock. Rain poured down, river flooded. We talked about this last week. The house wasn't moved. If you don't build your life on the word, then you're like a stupid person, it says in this one. You're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. Now, I know we live in Orlando and we like beaches, but that's not a good thing. Just so you know. When the wind came, you were destroyed. You ever met somebody that can't handle any pressure? They can't take no storms, no disagreements. I'm not even talking about arguments. Just like, well, I don't think so. Oh, my God, every time I say something, you always want me to. They can't take anything contrary. Because their heart and emotions is not built on the word. Check your heart. If everything offends you, what are you built on? Because some of us, most of us are built on our way. And when we don't get our way, we lose it. It's quiet because it's true, I guess, because y'all ain't saying a mumbling word. So the Spirit comes to help. It comes to help. The Bible says the Spirit helps. The Word of God is Spirit. When you get the Spirit, it helps you live a certain way. And I like this. There's a scripture in the Bible 
Well, well, check this out. Survey says, next scripture. When Saul heard their words, now these people came to Saul and said, listen, our enemies are about to destroy us, but we told them, give us seven days. If no one comes to rescue us in seven days, we'll be your slaves. And they said, okay, we'll take that deal as long as we can cut out the right eye of all of you all to show that we own you all. And then they was like, okay, let's try to get some help. So they went to Saul like, Saul, we in trouble. The enemies are after us. And Saul, when he heard these words, when Saul heard their words, the Spirit of God came powerfully on him, and he burned with anger. Sometimes you got to get upset. Uh-oh. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm upset. I feel. Sometimes the Spirit comes on you to get upset with dysfunction in your life. Sometimes the Spirit stirs up righteous anger so things won't continue as they are. Because if you don't get mad at certain things, it'll stay in your life. But at some point, you got to be frustrated with poverty, dysfunction. Y'all quiet for some reason. You got to get frustrated with your own self. The Spirit will get, will, will, hey, change that. Stop being a doormat. Stop letting them talk to you like that. Stop thinking like that. Stop living like that. Stop that habit. Stop that behavior. Get upset at your own ways. That's why I got the Holy Ghost not to... No, I got the Spirit to get upset at myself. To be upset. Oh, God. Sometimes things won't change. But I used to... The Spirit helps me even to be upset at my own ways. Some of us are not yet frustrated with our ways. We're not upset at our ways, and we know our ways is the problem. You know how I know you? I know I got a smart mouth, but still, he shouldn't have. I know I got to. No, it ain't no I know I got to. Get that little winded finger out of here and get mad at yourself. I'm sick of causing dysfunction in this relationship. So girl, change. Boy, change. Get upset. You're not upset yet because you don't know what lies ahead of you. You don't know what's on the other side of this struggle. You don't know your purpose in life. If you know what's next, you'll get frustrated being how you are right now. Tell your neighbor, I got more to do in my life. Y'all got to get upset. We'd rather get upset at people. Because you know you should be upset at something. So we'd rather be upset at objects. Because after all, we can't be wrong. Oh. The Bible says to live counterculture means to be holy, to be separated. We talked about it last week in my last 10 minutes. Thank y'all for coming to church. Thank y'all for coming to live. I love y'all. I can't wait for this nap. It's going to be anointed. <laughs> oh, I told you I'm going to do it. Through a, it's going to be an anointed nap. But we, we talked about last week how things, I'm, I'm talking about staying in the house part three today. So, well, I guess, I don't know. We talked last week about how things go differently for those who live different. Right? Y'all remember that? 
We looked at Samson, how he looked crazy. He, he was the only one that had his locks grown. He was the only one in his community that looked like a Nazarite. He was the only one. But he was the only one able to beat a thousand people with a jawbone. Oh. He was so chosen and anointed that when he was in trouble, he just grabbed anything and won. He didn't choose a jawbone. He just grabbed. When you chosen, you can grab anything close and win. Y'all miss what I just said. But, when you know you're chosen by God, whatever's close, just grab it and win. If you only got one word of prayer, pray that little prayer. If you only know one scripture, bring that scripture out. Because that, that's going to give you the victory. It's not about the jawbone, it's about who's with you. Did you hear what I said? So when you live holy or other or different like Samson, your results are different in life. He had victory in life, but that, that was preceded by a different other separated lifestyle he didn't just wake up and beat all these people up he had to live a certain way and be embarrassed along the way and be talked about along the way and be, what you doing bro cut that hair along the way until the fight breaks out until sickness hits you until poverty comes and you just grab anything tell your neighbor grab something and win oh i like that i'm gonna preach that later grab anything and win we talk about the hebrew boys in the fire the ones that threw them in, the mighty soldiers that threw them in, died from the heat, not the fire. They didn't die from the fire. They died from the heat that the Hebrew boys were thrown into. They were thrown into the fire. But because they lived differently, things went differently for them. They was chilling in the fire. But they refused to eat the king's meat. They refused. It was so much of holiness that preceded that other victory. Are you ready for your results to be different than the world's? We talked about all that. He deals differently with the different. Let me just go keep going. I ain't going to do all that stuff. Well, yes, I am. Let me just read this real quick. Y'all ain't got nowhere to go, right? Real quick. It's a lot, but look. Next one, next one. Thank you so much. Check this out, y'all. Everybody say, things go differently for the different. If I live different on one end, my victory is different on the other. Now, understand this. Before I go into this, I got time. Nine minutes now. It's 12.51. So listen, y'all. Wisdom considers the end of a thing. Wisdom thinks about the end of a thing. Impulse thinks of right now. Most of us live impulsively and not by wisdom. How is this going to end up for both of us and not just me? Oh, yeah. Wisdom considers the end of a thing. So when you're living for God and you're living counterculture, I'm almost done. Thank y'all for your time. I love you. When you live in counterculture and against the ways of the world, it ain't going to feel good all the time in the journey unless you're considering the end of it. Are you hearing me? So it says, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they shall soon fade away. That's the end of it. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. That's the end of it. But the beginning looks like the wicked is winning. 
Ain't nobody in gospel winning like hip-hop is winning. Ain't nobody in church winning like people that, you know what I'm saying? It looks, it looks like we're on the wrong side until the end. I feel like running in this church. So you got to live your life thinking about how this is going to end up. Not how it feels right now, but how is this decision going to end up? Not how is it going to make me feel. i got to calm down. Look at the end. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. That's your end. Stop being angry. Stop being mad. What y'all so mad about? It's not a lot of people, when I go to the rural streets of Africa, it's not a lot of people out there mad. Because they don't have basic essentials for life. I'm trying to figure out where my light and heat and water are and going to come from. I don't have the luxury to be mad. And some of y'all are not in the rural streets of Africa, but you don't have the luxury to be angry either. There's too much going on in your life for you to park it here and be like, I can't believe you. I ain't got time to do that. Never mind. Don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. That's the end. Don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. That's the end. Don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. That's the end of it. It's going to feel good cussing them out. Trust me. But the end is quiet today. And I, I knew it would be. That's why I let y'all dance earlier. Because I said, once I do this, eh. Well, the wicked will be destroyed. That's the end. But those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. That's the end. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. But the lowly will possess the land and live in peace and prosperity. Things happen differently for the different. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs. People in the streets laughing at the people in church like, <laughs> No, I go to church. That's cool. You go to church? Oh, you go to church? That's cool. So, okay, cool. So, they snicker and laugh at people who trying to live right. Oh, so you're going to wait till you're married? Cool. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. You ain't going to test drive? Okay, cool, 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 cool. They snicker and laugh. Nah, she's saving herself. She corn. She bougie. She thinks she, she, thinks she all that. She ain't going to please, girl. You know how many women, go, you know how many girls, like, well, go get them. Don't tell me how many girls you're going to get. Go arm in arm. Just have them all in your arm and your toes and your lips. Just have them. A girl on each toe, just have them. I, that's, that's fine. But they snicker and snarl at us like, ha ha. But God, just, the Lord just laughs. Watch this. For he sees their day of judgment coming. That's the end. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent. And they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. He does things differently for the different. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, uh-oh, yes, thank you for that praise. Even in famine, you will have more than enough. I'm going to say it again so you can get it. Even in famine, everybody say, I will have more than enough. But the wicked will die. Look at their end. You see that? So God says, listen to the children of Israel, put the door, put the blood on the doorpost next scripture. I know it's weird. Ain't nobody else in Egypt doing it. I know y'all are going to look stupid. But I'm about to send death through that land. Put blood on the doorpost. When I see the blood, 
I'll pass over you. <laughs> Watch this. God knows who his children are, but he still wants an outward expression. I, st I still want you to have blood on the outside. What do you have on the outside? What, did you, what do you do publicly in my name? God knows my heart. Okay. The heart didn't save them this night. Their expression did. The blood is an outward expression that there's a believer on the inside. And he said, when I see that outward expression, death passes over you. Sickness passes over you. Poverty passes over you. What's your outward expression? Let me go. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. He says, do all this, y'all, so that they may know how the Lord put a difference between Egypt and Israel. I'm trying to show off. Yo, God about to show out, y'all. This second half of the year. Oh, y'all not ready. Y'all don't know what I just said. Everybody in the spirit, y'all feeling me right now? The second half of the year, God's about to show off. He's about to show out. All he's doing is looking for people who's living differently so I can prove that I handle minds different. I take care of minds different. Look at somebody and say, I'm on the right side. I'm done after this. Three minutes left. Thank y'all. God wants to show everybody that I handle minds differently. But you have to live separated before. Let them mock you before. So they can not envy you, but be wild by your situation afterwards. I'm about to show a difference. He says, let the wheat and the tear grow together, but I'll separate. Right? So everything looks, but when you, God is about to show out. That's all I want to say. Okay. So check this out. Somebody say, be ye holy. All right, I'm done. Thank you all for your time. Since you are, go ahead to the next scripture. Since God has chosen you to be holy, we did this Wednesday, people that he loves, God will never tell you to be holy before he tells you that you are beloved. I could cry right there, but my time is almost up. I shouldn't announce when I'm stopping. Hold on, y'all. The restaurant will still be open. I'm just playing. They got babies and stuff like that. But listen, he'll never say, be holy, before he tell you how beloved you are. You're loved. You're accepted already, which makes holiness easier because I'm living for someone who's already accepted me instead of trying to gain the acceptance of somebody who don't even love me. So since you are my holy people, separated people, other people who I love, this is holiness now. You must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy. That's other. That's different. People are not merciful. People don't have mercy on you. But this is holiness. Kindness is holy. Kindness is not normal. I take pictures with people all the time. Oh, my God, my son couldn't wait to meet you. All right, let's do it. They be like, <laughs> our pictures be like, are y'all really excited to see me or not? Did your mother make you take this picture? But kindness is other. This other word is very other. Humility. Yes. People are not humble. They don't even humble themselves enough to listen to you. They're so filled with how they feel and just upset. And no, 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 you shouldn't. You should, well, I'm sorry. No, you shouldn't. If you just humble yourself, we can get understanding. 
Humility is not normal. But when you walk in humility, that's holy. It's other. It's different. Why you got to flaunt and flex it? Yeah, you good. Uh, chill. Well, how do I be humble? How do all these hows? Jesus is the way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's 1 o'clock. My time is up. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. How do I live kind? Look at Jesus. How do I live in humility? Look at Jesus. How do I live with tender mercy? Look at Jesus. Gentleness. People are just not gentle. They just rough because you got to be, you know what I'm saying, you got to be hard. You good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. You just hard. It's like, hey. Everybody that shake my hand, I just leave service like this. Just hot, just, you good, Pastor? Yeah, I'm good. How you? You good? Just shake my hand all hard. I just leave service like this every week. And patience, that's holy. Make allowance for each other's faults. This is holy. Uh-oh. So make room for somebody to make a mistake? I ain't got space for that. I done told you don't do that, and you did it. I ain't got space for faults. But to be holy means to make space. Make allowance for each other's faults. And forgive anyone who offends you. Y'all, they glad my time is up now. Being holy means forgiving anyone who offends you. That's other. That's different. That's separate than the thought process of this culture. Because you know if somebody uh, offends you, y'all, earrings coming off, Vaseline getting on the face. Oh, y'all don't do that no more. Oh, they just shoot. They shoot people. How can I do that? Well, remember, the Lord forgave you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How can I forgive the person that hurt me? Remember, the Lord forgave you. It's getting quieter and quieter. Everything I, everything I name. I hope two people come back. So, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. Why is it beef instead of peace? Why don't you like her and she don't like him? And what's going on? Many members were one body, but we're having dislocated shoulders because you want to beef with them. I say it all the time. I can't. Oh, I'm done because I'm about to get upset. People, I say it all the time, y'all. Y'all should know what I'm about to say. People call it church hurt. It ain't church hurt. It's people. It's people. I say it again. Unless you physically ran into the wall. Now, that's church hurt because the building slapped you. But the people are people. There are crazy people in church. There's crazy people at your house. There's crazy people in the streets. Why ain't no Chick-fil-A hurt? If somebody gets your order wrong and make you mad at Chick-fil-A, you don't call it Chick-fil-A hurt. Why ain't no Starbucks hurt? No, Clarice who took my, Clarice, get on. The girl who took your order gets on your nerves, not the establishment. But when you come to church, church hurt. Because something in you really don't want to connect with God. That flesh don't want you to connect with God. So you call it church hurt. But the devil is a liar. God Almighty. Whoa. I'm sorry. Let me calm down. I always, I, told, I just. It ain't no church hurt. It's people. You don't call it school hurt. 
You fight every day in high school, but you ain't got school hurt. Come on, man. Miss me with that. I'm sick of that. No church hurt. That's your flesh denying what it needs. Because if they hurt you at one Starbucks, you're just going to go to another one. Because you're going to get what you want. One person hurt you in church and you don't come back. I got to find somewhere because I got to get what I need. Matter of fact, I don't care if you hurt me. I'll just sit over here and bless the Lord on my soul. <laughs> I'm done after this. Here we go. Here we go. They don't like this kind of teaching, y'all. Church hurt. Next scripture and I'm done. Here's holiness. Let the teaching of Christ live in you richly. Let his lessons live in you richly. This is holiness. Use all wisdom to teach and strengthen each other. That's holiness. Strengthen each other. Say, girl, you need strengthen each other. That's different. Encourage each other. That's different. Sing psalms. Good God. Hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your heart to God. That's holy. We don't sing songs of thanksgiving to God. We sing trap. I said we, not y'all. We. We. I'm trying to get trapped out of my system too. <laughs> but this is living other. Sing songs to one another. Of the, no, not to one another. I'm sorry. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your hearts to God. It might not even come out of your mouth, but just sing songs to him. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up. I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled. That's other. How many people got songs like that in their heart? That's holy. Holiness is not. You're speaking in tongues, but can't speak to me. IJS. I'm just saying. My kids don't talk to me no more. They just do all texts. IJS, Dad. IJS. I'm like IJS. What's that? Oh, I'm just saying. Anyway, you're speaking in tongues, but can't speak to me. That's not holy. Everything you say and everything you do should all be done for Jesus, your Lord. And in all you do, give thanks to the Father through Jesus. This is all under that live holy paragraph. Everything you do should be done for Jesus, your Lord. How much stuff do we do for Jesus? And that shouldn't even be quiet in a church full of Christians. How much do we do for Jesus, the one who did everything for us? Ask yourself that. Take inventory of your own self. How much do I do for him? Oh, man. I really want to do this scripture today, this next one. I thought we was going to run around the church, but I'm going to just end it here. We'll run around the church next week. 
we'll have a little church culture next week. Man, this is other. This is holy. This is like, but some of us is like, yo, that's how far we're removed from his way. That's how far the culture has progressed outside of his way to the point where this is new information to some. We've strayed away so far, and I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just bringing something to your attention so you can be made aware of it so you won't be deceived another day. Be free today in the name of Jesus. Be bold enough and courageous enough. Y'all stand up. I'm, I'm done. Oh, thank you. He says, go to the very last scripture. Thank you very much. The very, very, very last one. Then Moses called the elders of the, called the elders. That was it. He called the elders of Israel together and he told them, get the animals for your family. Kill the animals for the Passover. Take a branch of the hyssop. Put it on the, we said that. Put it on. No one may leave his house until morning. At the end of all his instructions, the blood, don't leave the house. Because there's nothing but death out there. Destruction out there, confusion, dysfunction. Stay in the house. We said it last week. In the house, there's peace because there was chaos outside. There's protection because there was death outside. And there's provision. They all ate inside. Stay in the house. The house represents God's way. Stay in God's way. And you'll always have peace, provision, and protection. Tell your neighbor next to you, I'm going to stay in the house. Clap your hands for Jesus if you receive that, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.